Welcome to the Psychic Podcast with Sedona, Arizona's most gifted psychic, Narup. Learn more about yourself so you can do more for yourself. And now your host, Narup. Hi, I'm Narup, and today I'm here with Kathy. It's great to see you again, Narup. I know you've been a psychic and a spiritual counselor since 1990, and I would think that you probably had gotten a whole lot of questions about relationships. Like, I certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, like, how do I find the right, right relationship for me? And I was wondering if you could tell us some of what you do to help people find that right relationship. Right. Great. Yes. Uh, There's a couple of things that I do, and one of them is using my own psychic abilities to be able to read into a person on a mental level, emotional level, spiritual level, to get a sense of who they are and what would be the right relationship for them. And um, we don't always think about those things. You know, when we make our list of... (laughs) (laughs) that list you know from one to ten of the perfect partner for us Um, part of that is okay but I find that we tend to compromise uh, when it really comes down to it because we're not really looking at all the things that would make a good relationship specifically for us Mm -hmm. right and so that means lifestyle you know what is your it's like looking at your lifestyle what is your lifestyle like um you know, from, I always tell people from, you know, morning to evening, how do you live your day? What's important for you in sharing with a partner? Are you somebody that wants to be with a partner that also likes to participate in the cooking and the cleaning around the house? Ooh, that would be nice. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or in the raising of children, Mm -hmm. right? Some partners their focus is on work and they leave the child raising to the wife (laughs) but maybe you want somebody who really wants to participate in which case then you know that can be a priority on your list i've created a process uh 20 points to manifesting your life mate partner that is a process and it's looking at um what's important for you making a note But instead of the list going from 1 to 10 of importance, it goes across. So it would be like this, like just what I was talking about. How important is it to you on a scale of 0 to 10 that you're with a man who likes to participate around the house helping you out? And you would see whether that's like a five or a nine or a two, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. because those things are important, even though we don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, wanting to um, travel. If you're somebody who really loves to travel, you know, how important is that on a scale of 0 to 10? Is that a 9, 10? Is that mm-hmm. a 3? If your partner is at a 3 and you're at a 10, you'll be traveling a lot by yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so also looking at, you know, what you feel about finances as well. That's a big, big one to look at because we don't really talk about that. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the main reasons why a lot of relationships end is over finances. So it's good to be aware of that. And even having children. You know, there are some women who really want children. Some maybe are uh, not in that place in their life where they would like children. Um, 
maybe they're at a certain age that they've already had their children, right? And they're thinking, well, I'm open to a new relationship, but I maybe don't want to raise someone else's kids. So on a scale of zero to 10, how important is that for you? Right? Exactly. I had a very good friend who was in her 50s and she had divorced and met someone and she forgot to ask that. Oh, no. (laughs) And uh, he had a young daughter and he traveled a lot for his work. So he was rarely around and um, my friend ended up playing the mother role Uh to this beautiful little girl, which, you know, she was a sweet girl, but that wasn't what she signed up for. So I would say to somebody, you know, especially if we're on to our second marriage, because we're Uh usually, you know, at a certain age in our life, it really is important to look at those things just to make sure so that we're not getting into something, right? Absolutely. Now we can meet somebody that we really have fallen in love with and they're a great guy, but maybe that person has some addictions. So we really have to look on that scale of where that fits. Are you willing to tolerate somebody with an addiction? Or are you willing to pair up with somebody who has the same addiction that you do? So these are all questions mm-hmm. that need to be asked that often mm-hmm. people don't think to ask. That's right. And yet Al-Anon meetings are full of people <laughs> who didn't ask that question. <laughs> you know, and are right. now discovering mm-hmm. after they're into the relationship mm-hmm. that they need support right. for helping them deal with their beloved's addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm, I go back into my life when I was a young girl and, you know, around 20 and thinking relationship and marriage and not really having the knowledge, <laughs> you know, uh, it was just that that's what you do. When you reach that age, you look for someone and you get married. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really paying much attention at all to the person I was marrying. And <laughs> like probably a lot of us at that age back yes. then, right? Um, <laughs> And uh, But I've also noticed a lot of young women coming in, and I'm a little surprised because I thought maybe their thinking was different. Mm-hmm. They would be more aware of that in today's day and age, but they're not. And so this is where I help them early on to think about those things and to really help them see the, you know, when I look at it on a psychic level and I can describe to them what this person looks like, what they need for their life path ahead and what they're interested in, like all those things, like whether it's children and career and, you know, many of those things like that. And um, to make a great relationship, communication, right? Communication is huge. So on that scale of zero to 10, how important is it when you're with somebody who communicates? Absolutely. Right. You have to be able to communicate in a relationship Otherwise, both of you are not going in the same direction. Now, if you've got a totally independent relationship where you don't need to be going in the same direction, I suppose no communication is just ducky. (laughs) But for most people, probably Mm -hmm. isn't the way to make the marriage survive. That's right. (laughs) Right. Because we end up being in a marriage or a relationship where we feel alone. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing worse than being in a relationship feeling alone. Correct. You know, because now you realize you're missing something and you can't get it, yet you feel stuck in Mm -hmm. a way. Or, you know, that that lack of connection on a deeper level. 
Exactly. And when you have that kind of a situation where somebody does feel alone in the relationship, they either have to work very, very hard to reestablish the relationship, if that's possible, sometimes it is, or they have to be willing to see that there may be another path. And I would imagine as a psychic and spiritual counselor, you can help people to see what they need to do. Definitely. I work a lot in those areas. I have couples that come to me, and I help them through a process of the communication because I'm reading both of their energies. I'm seeing where maybe they're, they both have some blocks mm-hmm. to communicating, and then I kind of like a mediator, (laughs) get in there and help them to share those thoughts and feelings and emotions and try to bring it together for them. And sometimes, though, the couples that are coming in, they also realize that maybe this isn't really the right path to go forward, but then they also maybe need some help in knowing that it's okay to let go of the relationship (laughs) that's not working so they can both move forward in a way that they can both be fulfilled in the future in relationships. And I would imagine from going through this process with you, they then have a much better understanding as individuals of what they need in the next relationship as well as what they can give to the next relationship so that they're more in tuned with what's right. Mm-hmm. Correct. And they're more likely to recognize it. Mm-hmm. There's different... Um, areas of relationship that people come to me and sometimes the relationship and their connection together is beautiful Mm -hmm. you know they communicate well they love each other but something in them has shifted like within them in their growth process and they realize or one realizes or they both realize that they have this need to move forward because now they're not in alignment anymore And for couples, that's a hard one because they do love each other. (laughs) And yet they know, and they've usually kept on working at it and working at it only to come to that point of, it just, I just need a change. It just isn't working. There's a, a phrase from the New Testament, do not be unequally yoked. And what it actually means is that they would have a yoke that would go around the neck of a goat versus a yoke that would go around the neck of a cow, so for instance. So obviously those are different size necks, different size mm-hmm. holes, shall we say. What would happen is if you tried to use a yoke for cattle and put it on two goats, they fell out of it. If you tried to put one for a goat on two bulls, they were being strangled to death. So I would imagine that what you're talking about here is when people who have been equally yoked suddenly discover they have become unequally yoked. And what can they do to become equally yoked again by maybe some changes, Mm -hmm. unblocking some stumbles within the relationship? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's because of life, work, family, they... You know, life gets in the way. Mm -hmm. So then it's trying to help that couple to come together through communication, through doing things together, finding interest together, Mm -hmm. 
opening up. It's really like one of the things I find is how do we communicate now because our, the communication has just become about daily things mm-hmm. and they haven't nurtured the emotional body and the love that they have. So then that's like, how do we come back into that? And we can move back into that if we take the steps. So mm-hmm. not all is lost, <laughs> you know, and we have to move forward. It's um, learning some techniques and two people wanting to work in that way. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, you talked about how you could read two different people and see what their energy was mm-hmm. and what direction they were going in and then be able like a mediator to help them get back together <laughs> mm-hmm. and be going in the same direction to be equally yoked again. That is a wonderful concept and a wonderful visualization to help clients understand what you can do for them. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's really rewarding for me when I work with couples and we can get, you know, into that new way of looking at things mm-hmm. and and helping each other see each other differently or to express things they've been carrying inside but haven't said because they don't know how to say it. And, you know, through my inner knower process, taking them in also to their deeper truth and their deeper feelings inside, that comes from the depths of them mm-hmm. and maybe things they didn't know how to express or what even was there so that the other person is also in a place of receiving and hearing that. And so that goes back and forth and they start to look at each other differently and to, you know, open up again more mm-hmm. to each other. So. That's work I love to do. That is always so rewarding. Well, you know, a lot of people are coming to Sedona here to get married. Uh, The wedding industry around here is just going through the roof. Would it be a great idea for a couple engaged to each other to come have one of these sessions with you prior to the wedding to get them communicating together from the start (laughs) well i do have couples that come in like that and Mm -hmm. what they're looking for normally because they're in a very positive space right sure (laughs) they're all excited and they're in that dream of moving forward Mm -hmm. with each other and what i like to look at and help couples with that is to it's like when i look into their energy i look into their energy body their soul body I see how they're yoked, as you say, not only from (laughs) everyday life, like what your likes and dislikes are, but from the soul energy. That's why when people come and say, oh, is this my soulmate? Or I feel this Uh. soul energy with this person. So it's beautiful because when you do have that soul connection, I get this image of two people, energy bodies all lit up, walking hand in hand together, moving forward. Aww. And when I explain this to people and uh, what this looks like, they they really resonate with it because they understand that they're meeting on a deeper level of the heart (laughs) and soul. And that's first and foremost that they meet on that level. So I'm not uh, getting that often a couple, although I have had some, uh, a couple that would come in and say, we're engaged, but we're having problems. Yeah, you know. Although I do get couples like that, but mostly those that are coming here for the wedding, you could yes. say. They're already planned the wedding, they're already here for the wedding. Usually it's like, let's just see what our energy's like. Now, those other couples are coming that you know, are already married or maybe they're in relationship, mm-hmm. but they're not really thinking of the wedding in the moment. 
I do get couples that come in for that. Interesting. Because they want to see, should we keep going forward together? Exactly. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that an engaged couple planning a wedding is under a lot of stress, and Mm -hmm. as a result, their communication does break down. For that reason, I was thinking a session with you might rebuild that communication at a crucial point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because unfortunately, we are seeing statistics out there that some couples make it to the altar, Mm -hmm. but they don't last too much longer than that for one reason or another. Right. (laughs) Right. So it would seem that you could help couples at any stage in the relationship. That's correct. Yes, yes. <laughs> from looking for one to yeah. being in one to helping move forward from one to mm-hmm. finding the next one. Great. Yeah. And would that 20-point system work for all of those individuals? Sure. Yes, definitely. Great. Because when you're in a relationship and if you're, you know, you're not sure whether you want to move forward or not, you're, you're feeling inside that maybe you do. Um, or whether this, you know, whether this is the person you want to marry or you're already in a relationship, you can do that process. And when you do it, you are either going to see where you're aligned or it's really going to confirm where you're not aligned. Like I have many clients that come in and they feel intuitively, they feel, they sense, they know inside they need to move forward, but the mind is telling them they need to stay, right? For many, many reasons. So it's difficult for them to trust their inner knowing and to give themselves permission that it's okay to give themselves what they need. So when they do the process, they can see right there in black and white when you're doing the exercise and you're hearing yourself and seeing where you're too much at the lower end of the scale on all those points as opposed to the middle and higher. Right. Mm -hmm. And if your partner is at the other end of the scale, you can see it pretty quickly. Correct. And then it's a matter of, okay, can we work on this? Mm -hmm. Or maybe there's a better opportunity. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) When my clients come to me, I'm always looking for the positive in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, even if somebody's coming in and their question is, should I leave my husband? But it's not so easy just to say yes or no. You have to look at all the facts. You have to look at both their energies, what's going on. I don't take it lightly when people come in and ask those questions. What I'm trying to do is to see as much as possible, can they make it work? Exactly. Where is the common ground? What Mm -hmm. can this couple build on and move forward together? Mm -hmm. And with your intuitive abilities to be able to see what the heart is saying but the lips might not be (laughs) you can get to the truth a lot quicker Mm -hmm. well thank you this has been wonderful and I imagine that if somebody wanted to come to Sedona or meet you by phone they could easily do that and get even more information about finding the right relationship for them Yes, they can. And I have that technique, 20 points to finding the right relationship, is a free PDF download. And you can find this on my website, psychicpodcast.com, as well as other interesting and informative podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to sharing my next podcast with you. Many blessings. 
We hope you enjoyed today's podcast show and invite you to subscribe and share with your family and friends. The Psychic Podcast with Naruto.